This week's episode of PR Hangover is going to look a little different than usual. So today is Giving Tuesday, and Giving Tuesday is a moment that unleashes power of radical generosity around the world. This is a movement that shows that everyone has something that they can give, whether it's as simple as making someone smile or holding the door open for someone or providing what you can financially to help support a nonprofit organization. So as an advertising and public relations student here at Grand Valley State, I have had the opportunity to apply and receive the Frank Fund Scholarship. I didn't know Frank Blossom personally, but I've heard nothing but remarkable things about him and the impact that he has had on the advertising and public relations program here at Grand Valley. And I don't think that this program would be where it is without his legacy. So for those unfamiliar, Frank Blossom is a 40-year ad industry veteran who retired from Grand Valley after 10 years of teaching. And although he isn't physically with us today, his soul lives on through the impact that he has on Grand Valley students his colleagues, and others who were fortunate enough to know him, both in their professional and personal lives. I was fortunate enough to have the grace of the Frank Fund Scholarship, alongside my student colleague and friend, Hannah Ziesel. This scholarship was created with the intention to support students with big dreams and aspirations by providing financial assistance for new opportunities. I'd really like to thank the connection of this trip to my incredible advisor, mentor, and friend, Dr. Adrienne Wallace. I thank her for the invitation to be part of the National Millennial and Gen Z community and for recognizing where my passions align and providing new opportunities and to take initiative. So I was invited to Los Angeles, California, alongside with Hannah, and these opportunities really wouldn't have been possible without Bill Amata. And so for those unfamiliar, Bill Amata is the chief and connectivity officer of the IW Group, which is a multicultural advertising agency in Los Angeles has worked with some of the best-known brands such as Lexus, McDonald's, Fox, CVS Health, Netflix, just to name a few. During my time at this trip, I truly had the opportunity to get to know him and some of the other members of the National Millennial and Gen Z community. It truly is an honor to know him and have the chance to work with him as he truly takes the time to learn about younger Millennial and Gen Zers and how they can support older generations. So on this trip, we learned the importance of being adaptable. The world is an unpredictable place, but showing that you're able to pivot and become adaptable to any situation shows that you're setting yourself up for success. This trip had fostered lifelong connections with other members of the National Millennial and Gen Z community, students from the UK, France, Bulgaria, Germany, and other states in the United States, ranging from locals in the California area across the country, and I can truly say that I've met some of my closest friends in such a short time. It's such a powerful feeling to be surrounded by individuals with similar goals and aspirations. During this trip, we had the opportunity to meet with some executives from companies such as Experian, PBS SoCal, Beam Suntory, Abernathy McGregor, the IW Group, Sony Pictures, and Disney Imagineering. So during these meetings, we had the opportunity to ask questions and engage in conversation, while the companies also had the chance to ask us questions and delve into our insight on certain topics that Gen Zers may encounter. 
So these companies are looking to invest in future leaders of our generation, which is why it is so important to use your voice if you feel passionate about a topic. Not even to say if you don't have such opportunities right now, but just in your everyday life, if something doesn't feel right and you have this urge to speak up, because that little voice inside your head is usually for your best interest. Prior to attending this trip, we were assigned companies for which we had to co-lead conversations or be ambassadors for. I didn't personally know what this would entail, so I did my best to prepare as much as possible. Ultimately, we had to perform research on companies and brainstorm effective questions to provide the most purposeful conversations for the whole group. I had the privilege of co-leading the conversation with the IW group and Beam Sumtery. So this opportunity had me step well beyond my comfort zone and take leadership and dependability initiatives. Most importantly, throughout this trip, I've failed because you will fail at some point and it's ultimately inevitable, which is something that I'm still coming to terms with and I know a lot of other people are as well. Learning from the mistakes I've made and from those around me is one of the best ways that I feel that you can learn, especially as a young professional. This trip has taught me how to be adaptable because when something doesn't go as you might think or you're not planning for something in particular, you must learn how to think quickly and pivot, as Bill would say. Over this trip, we were assigned challenges that Bill had prepared with the intention of teaching us how to develop skills in which we can think quickly and pivot or change our direction if something doesn't go as planned. So one of the tasks that we had to do was a dance, and this dance was choreographed by a professional dancer. And it was fun, obviously, but also very challenging because I haven't been a dancer in years, and we were all in our business clothes, and we weren't expecting to do something like this today. So we got into our groups and choreographed the dance. You know, we warmed up. And the good thing about my group is we all just had this mindset of we want to do good, we want to have fun with it, and we want to make the most out of this opportunity. And so it all came along really well. There were times where we had to go back and revisit a particular section in the dance, but overall I think that the energy was there. Everyone, all three of the groups that we had to do dances with, they all also put in their energy and the efforts to make the dance look really good. And so I'm super thankful for this opportunity. I had the chance to also become closer with these members of the community. And it was just a really fun way to challenge ourselves and do something that's not in our everyday routine. The other challenge took place in the South Coast Plaza, where we were given five descriptions of items all throughout the mall and for a little background context the south coast plaza is the largest shopping center on the west coast it has three floors and over 250 boutiques and 30 restaurants and also throughout this trip we had to go across the bridge and there's just a lot of running around to do so we had an hour and within this hour time frame we had to find those five items on the list all with specific instructions and pricing range 
And we had to do this with people who we didn't really know. We had met them probably less than a day ago. I remember my team and I were running around like crazy tourists. I had my camera in my hand. I was trying to video the whole thing. And we had like these maps of the directory of the mall. And, you know, we were all in our business clothes. So we were getting kind of some weird stares. But I know that my team and I, we just didn't really acknowledge anything. We kind of were just on this mission and we were just going for it. We had an, like I said, we had an hour to find all five items and purchase them with specific instructions and we had to price it while also allocating for the California tax. Unfortunately, since none of our members besides one was from California, we weren't really super familiar with the mall and we found most of the items but we didn't find all of them. Overall, it was a really fun challenge because it taught us how to really think quickly on a strategic plan and it didn't really give us a lot of time to think everything out because we also had to be running around the mall and going in different directions and we couldn't leave our group members because, you know, we had this card that we paid with so it's not like two people could go on one side of the mall, you know, we all had to do this together and so this took a lot of... But like the challenge with the dance, we were all working towards the same common goal. And I really think that that is what brought us so close is because we all wanted to succeed. And I think that by the end of the day, we all realized, depending on what everyone's thought was, was that you really do need that team aspect in order to succeed and be innovative with your ways of strategic planning. So I really just wanted to express my gratitude towards this trip and this opportunity. And so thank you, Frank Blossom and the Frank Funk Committee, Adrian Wallace, Bill Amata, and Jackie Garcia, and of course the members of the National Millennial and Gen Z community who take time to foster relationships with younger generations and who truly care about diverse perspectives. So the second half of the episode, I wanted to share some insight from Hanna Ziesel. Hanna Ziesel is a senior at Grand Valley State University studying advertising and public relations. She wants to eventually move out to California, and so she also decided to jump on this initiative, being a member of the National Millennial and Gen Z community, and she serves as the COO of Grand PR. And I have nothing but good things to say about her. So without further ado, this section, I will be asking Hannah her questions and some of her experiences with the trip, what she really got from it, and how she plans to continue taking these initiatives with her post-graduation. recovering I know that we came back at the worst time with the snow being here and everything but how have how have things been hi well first of all thanks for having me on yeah these past few days I've just been kind of decompressing taking it all in yeah coming back to snow was quite the shocker but it's been fun I'm really glad that you have me on and we're talking about this trip awesome yeah so um overall what do you think that the National Millennial and Gen Z community means to you? Yeah, so building a community as support system is something that's really important to me. Although this is just my first year involved with the organization, I can already feel that with a lot of the members involved. Everyone was so kind, so open to making friends. So I'm just really grateful to be in a group of so many ambitious young leaders. 
and you know just the opportunity to meet with these high-level executives and grow my professional career is just priceless I had so much fun I could not agree more I feel like this community has just provided so many new opportunities so many doors and really opened my eye to a lot of things as well so I'm really happy you feel the same way so we talked a little bit about the NMGG community but how would you personally describe the community to someone from an outsider's perspective? So the organization is made up of students from over 40 universities across the country. Our mission is to engage in civil discourse that results in innovative problem solving and dispel some of the myths about younger millennials and Gen Z. We take four field trips like this per year, and they have a whole list of like the major companies that they've met with. But just off the top of my head, they've met with Google, McDonald's, Warner Brothers, even the White House. Yeah, lots of cool opportunities. Yeah, and so do you think that you ever would have imagined going on a trip like this with an organization like the NMGG community? Honestly, no. This was like a major surprise for me. I only learned about NMGG, I think it was like a year ago. Our former CEO of Grand PR, Jesse, she actually introduced me to it. So I had no idea about it, but I'm super glad that she introduced me and I'm involved in it. For sure. And for those of you who are unfamiliar, Jesse graduated from Grand Valley last year with a degree in Adam PR with an ad emphasis. And she is currently working for Edelman in New York because she is such a PR just superstar. I don't even know. Um, so, yeah. So, Hannah, what do you think that the Frank Fund Scholarship has meant for you after this trip? Of LA as just being this artistic and creative place that I just really need to be in. Uh, I grew up in Metro Detroit. My dad and my brother are both engineers, and they love Detroit because it's a very industrial, mechanical city. And I love Detroit, too, for a lot of different reasons. We have a really cool art community here as well. But I also want to live in a place where I feel really valued and celebrated in the kind of work that I want to do. And along with the fact that I've just always known that I wanted to work in entertainment, L.A. is basically the capital for that. And then talking a little bit more about Frank, unfortunately, I wasn't able to meet him while he was with us, but I do truly believe every kind word that I've heard about him. I was actually watching a video of Frank himself explaining the fund before his passing, and it honestly makes me a little bit emotional, uh, just knowing that there are professionals out there who want me as someone who's just starting out to really succeed in my career and who are just like really rooting for me. Like I mentioned before, like building community through support yeah, that's what's really important to me. So I'm really thankful and grateful for the Frank Fund. So I know that we have just gotten back from LA and you're still probably a little jet lagged and taking some time to debrief. You know, we did a lot throughout this trip and I'm still fathoming everything that went on. But what were some of the key takeaways that you really felt stuck out from this trip? I think the biggest thing I learned is like the power of networking and where it can take you in your career. I don't think that's something that a lot of students take very seriously early on in their studies, but it really is true. And I tend to be quite shy and introverted when I'm first approached by people. That's kind of just in my nature. 
So talking one-on-one with these major executives really pushed me out of my comfort zone. And since then, I've connected with many of them on LinkedIn, and all of them have continued to be so kind. All of them have said, you know, if you ever have questions, you can reach out to me. If you ever need something reviewed, send it my way. And those small gestures just really mean a lot to someone like me who's just entering the workforce. For sure. I am super grateful for the connections that we have made throughout this trip and for just speaking with people who really take their careers seriously and know that, you know, things could change and we might shift directions and career paths, but we're all kind of working towards one common goal and that goal is to just be successful and content with what we're doing. So I know that you mentioned that you always wanted to move to LA ever since you were little because you have interest in working in the music and entertainment industry. So how would you say that LA met those kind of standards that you had when you were a young teenager? Do you think that LA was what you expected or were you expecting something different? I would say that I loved it. LA is is a place that I've been wanting, like you said, to visit ever since like my early teen years. And I really didn't think that I had the opportunity to visit until a few years after graduation. It's super beautiful, super diverse. I had such a great time. Um, But yeah, coming back to Michigan in a snowstorm was a lot. So you honestly just never know where life will take you. Yeah, maybe we'll be out there together. Yes, I would love that. Um, So ultimately, what were some of the key takeaways that you had from this excursion? I would say one of the most impactful takeaways for me was just being able to see the faces behind these major companies who put in the work to actually make them successful. You know, you see these companies' names in the headlines, but actually being able to put a name and, and a face to the work that they do is really powerful. And it made me realize that I, too, can do that in the future. So I really love that. Right. And I guess another thing that I really realized while I was here is that, like, even though these are very well-respected people with high positions in companies and just well-known overall, is that they're just people and they started out in the same position and the same boat that we are in. And so it's kind of reassuring to know that they want us to succeed, they want to help us, and they want to provide us with our resources that we need to succeed. And that was just kind of like a reassuring thing to know going in as a young professional. Obviously, it's not going to be easy, but just knowing that if we want to get somewhere and we're willing to put in the work, that it's possible. So now that you've been to LA and you've expressed that you definitely want to go back and potentially live out there, what are some of the things that you would do differently or maybe you would sight see more of or you would want to revisit? Yes, I absolutely would love to go back. Uh, Even though it was a shorter trip, from what I saw, I can definitely see myself living there. If I were to go back, I'd really love to explore more of the art scene. So any museums, I'd love to go to a concert at the Great. Um, I also love to go to the Row, which is this like high-end shopping district, and probably a little Tokyo. Okay. Yes, would you go back and do anything that we already did? I mean, I'd love to get back to Sony Pictures Entertainment. That one was super fun. Great answer. Well, Hannah, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast and for sharing some of your insight and your experience with the community and on this trip to LA. So this week's episode of PR Hangover was a little different than usual, but I just really wanted to express how thankful I am for not only these kind of opportunities, but just 
the effort and the willingness that our faculty here at Grand Valley and through the National Millennial Gen Z community, just overall, these people really focus their energy on providing opportunities for our generations and for making sure that we are kind of directed in the right path and what we want to pursue. I'd also really like to thank Hannah for her time and for being willing to answer some questions about her experience with the community. So overall, thanks for tuning in to PR Hangover and I look forward to seeing you all next time.